This is the Horse Radio Network. Greetings, everyone. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily, episode 1377, brought to you today by Wintech Saddles. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Horses in the Morning show, where show co-host Jamie is joined by none other than Monty Roberts to answer a listener question about whether mares and geldings ever require different training regimes. Hmm, interesting question. And we'll get right to our tip after we hear from our title sponsors, Wintech Saddles. You and your horse can enjoy all the benefits of a lightweight, splash-proof, durable, and easy-care Wintech saddle. Featuring world-leading innovation for your horse's comfort and performance, the care cushion system, and the revolutionary Easy Change Fit solution. It's easy to see that Wintech is as serious about your performance as you are. Whether simply enjoying time together with your horse or competing at any level, there's a model in the range for you. Stop by your local retailer and have a sit in a Wintech saddle or find out more about the new and improved Wintech Specialist Confirmation Saddles at WintechSaddles.us. That's WintechSaddles.us. All right. Well, this next question comes from a person named Jamie. We're not going to explain any more about that. <laughs> um, do you treat... Mares and geldings the same, and generally speaking, what differences can you expect in the training of mares versus geldings? Well, first of all, the first part of that question is, do I treat them any differently? And I have to tell you that I often work with horses, and I get halfway through my work and say he or she, and somebody says, no, it's a she instead of a he. <laughs> and, you know, I, I treat them the same way. But on by the same token, do fillies or mares act different from geldings? And the answer is yes, they typically do. Uh, mares will often uh, require shorter sessions and have a, a, a shorter tolerance level. And pretty soon they say, look, that's enough of that. I'm going to get angry if you don't stop for today, take it up tomorrow, or I'm going to kick you in the teeth. Um, and then you know it's a, it's mare, it's a female. <laughs> a gelding will tolerate a lot more time, a lot more request, um, a lot more work. They'll just keep plugging along because they're less sensitive. Then you go to the stallion, and he's he's a bit different too. And I noticed that you didn't say stallion in this, but typically in my work, I have to work with all three. And the stallion is a little more like the filly in that regard, but the tendency of a stallion will be to stand up to you when he's a bit tired of, of whatever lesson you're trying to get through to him with. Um, but just just put it in your book that fillies are generally less tolerant of uh, lengthy works, so you shorten up your sessions. Geldings you can keep working on. And if um, if you hear about somebody getting kicked on a pleasure ride out through the hills with a group of people that are just riding on a trail somewhere, it'll probably be a mare that kicked them because mares are required to protect their anatomy more than geldings are. They're protective of their their body. And uh, you can't really blame them for that. That's what they are. They, they nurture young horses. They, they are more sensitive. And they protect their body more uh, diligently 
than a gelding will. Um, Let that be a lesson to women everywhere. Yeah. Protect your anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's, you know, you can see the similarities in, in human beings uh, with all of this. And it's the reason why my horses called uh, willing partners horses are all geldings. I don't, I don't use any females in the willing partners program. Because most of my horses will go for pleasure people, people who are uh, freisight, they say in Germany, or um, <clears throat> um, riders for pleasure, pleasure riders, and they go in groups out riding through the nature and stuff. And if if there's a kicking going on, it's likely to be a mare that kicked somebody or kicked another horse. So we use geldings in the um, willing partners program only. And no stallions. And I do not believe that it's fair for any rider to take a stallion in a group of horses uh, for a, a leisure ride somewhere through the countryside. You just don't do it. I know there's people that say, oh, my stallion is perfect. He's never done a thing wrong. And it's okay. No, it's not okay. Because nature is still there. And you can't blame the horse for acting on nature. Um, but... If your horse is perfect and remains perfect and never causes any problem, you're giving a bad example when you take a stallion, an entire horse, on a pleasure ride. So I'm, I'm pretty adamant about that. Okay, the next question is from Hannah, and she wants to know, how can you control or can you control an overly aggressive gelding with the other horses in the pasture, like a very dominant horse? Yeah, just imagine if he'd have been left an entire stallion, how he would have been. Um, but those are the entire stallions that go on to be the leader of a herd if they were just wild horses. They become the breeding stallion. Sometimes they're smaller than the other horses, and they, they you look at them and you say, how does he rule this place? But they rule through a psychology of battle. Um, it's just them. That's what they are. They are alpha. And um, just because you take the testicles out does not mean that the reduction of testosterone in the blood is the simple answer to whether this horse is going to be uh, the alpha horse. So those geldings that um, have had their testicles removed and there's no trace of testosterone in their blood may still be dominant individuals out there in the field that for all the world, they seem like a stallion. And some people say, oh, he's proud cut. Well, you could do a blood test on him. If he has testosterone, it means they left too much cord on one of the testicles, which allows for testicular tissue to be producing a little uh, testosterone. But that's often not the case. It's just an alpha horse that is out there, and he's the top of the line. And sometimes fewer horses are injured that way because everybody lines up then. If if the leader of a group in the field is a bit vague about whether he's the leader or not, you can often get more injuries that way because somebody's always testing him, and then there's battles. But uh, the horse that really takes over and is the superior individual in the field will often not have to have a battle at all. Uh, it's not the, not very different with people, really. If you go to a school where there's a huge big bully 
Um, he doesn't have to have many fights because nobody wants to fight him. Uh, so that's just the nature of our precious animal called Equus. And uh, we, we need to learn to live with those idiosyncrasies that are natural in the makeup of, of Equus, the horse. Well, that about wraps it up. You can find links to today's guests as well as lots more tips at horsetipdaily.com. Make sure to have all of the Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go. You can download the free Horse Radio Network app for your iPhone or your Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. You can also subscribe via iTunes, and we are on all of the popular podcatchers. Thanks again to our sponsor, WinTech Saddles, for bringing you today's show. This is Coach Jen, and I will be back soon with another tip. So until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show. Hey, thanks for sticking around for a Easter egg tip, everybody. We've all heard that saying where nearly everything can be fixed by a horse person with baling twine and duct tape. Well, here are three other handy-dandy, almost-must-have items that you should keep around for those emergency repairs. Wire ties. They're inexpensive at the automobile section of your local Mega Mart. They come in a zillion sizes, and they are doggone handy. Nylon dog collars. Buy them when they're on sale in assorted sizes. Great for attaching things together. They even make a handy-dandy neck collar for smaller animals, and it's a bigger collar. And also, those little Velcro strips that are made to organize the cables on your computer are very handy for organizing stuff in your tack room and horse trailer. See you around.